0: I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, the story of a moment, a penny found, a penny left, just a story. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 298. Penny. Passing of time. That was the initial subtitle for this. Passing of time. Post-it notes on reality. Short stories that echo the world, the inner world. Seeing and hearing those echoes in other people's words. Little boys becoming men. A softening. A shifting. The rocking back and forth in a dark cherry glider. Knitting. Twisting. Turning. Water breaking. Pennies in a jar in the windowsill. Tulips on the counter that have drooped too soon. They hang low. Uncaptured. Unrecorded. Undocumented. Fleeting. Such a big week. This has always been a big week, so much compressed into a span of days. And yet the week slid by, almost without making a mark, without a ripple. I feel guilty that there were no larger waves. No stones thrown into the pond. No time spent standing at a wishing well and throwing a penny to the middle skipping the penny across the surface and then watching the ripples fan out around it, ever-widening circles. How many wishes fall to the bottom of those ponds? I think of the koi we watched one year, pennies in that water too, pennies the color of koi, splashes of copper and orange and white darting, swimming in and out of sight, unnerving and growing always growing, growing, imperceptibly growing to fill the space. There were days when he wanted a koi pond. He was adamant that we could build a koi pond in the backyard. We want to give them everything, and yet so much is impossible, including a koi pond. They grow bigger and bigger and bigger, no koi We watched those koi at the same point in the year, years ago. The moments collide and collapse, tumble, drift to the bottom where they settle, so hard to see the coins below the surface. I walked over a penny yesterday on my walk. Every time I rounded the loop, I caught sight of this penny on the ground, and I walked on. A bit farther ahead, I reached the point where a smell has appeared a gas smell that has been there all week. Vaguely alarming, and yet in this moment I am a character in some dystopian novel, walking this concrete loop, this loop around this giant slab of concrete surrounded by its fence. That one shiny penny. On the first lap I noticed the change, the coins, sprinkled ahead of me like glitter in asphalt. I noticed and kept walking, What kind of a person stops to pick up change? On the second lap, I stepped over the shine. On lap three, I picked up the dime and nickel, pocketed them, momentarily pondering germs and the amorphous threat of something worse than germs. Something more deliberate and sinister. Just a few coins scattered along the pavement. I rounded the corner to the stretch where the smell has coalesced. Ahead of me, there is a cloud of bugs A gossamer cloud of small flying bugs, tiny, shimmering in space ahead of me, a small cloud that becomes invisible as you come closer. Only in the approaching light do you see that they are there, this gauzy, oily cloud of insects. I step slightly to one side, hoping I am walking around those bugs rather than through the cloud disconcerted by knowing they are there and yet being unable to see them once i am in their midst as i pass i look at the grates along the concrete scanning for some telltale sign of a problem something to account for the smell something to account for this sense of discomfort the grates are rusted coppery and nubbed rough maybe something has leaked but today they are dry. The color is faded, worn, weathered. The grates ahead are also a tawny orange. I breathe out, blow air out, limit the air I take in, knowing the folly. I focus on exhaling until I reach the midway of the curve, and the smell is gone. I look around, wondering about the few of us here, the group that meets at five with an assortment of dogs. I take in, again, the irony of the signs posted at routine intervals around the fence, instructing dog owners to pick up after their dogs and to keep dogs on leashes. None of these dogs are on leashes, ever. A few years ago, I would have been unable to walk through them. I still walk cautiously as I pass. The first time I saw some of these dogs... I was afraid. One of these dogs is the color of something mythical, a brown that somehow has a weathered purple. There are blacks and inks within this fur and tinged with silver. There is something faded and worn in the walkers, too. Flannel shirts, late afternoon sun, these walkers and dogs that spread across the path like a small wave the only way past is through. Sometimes seeing them ahead, I contemplate turning midway, retracing my steps, walking a half circle, again and again, back and forth and back again, minimizing my impact, minimizing my need to walk past all those dogs. Old fears die hard. I have earphones in and I'm listening to a novel. I am listening again I started this book a few days ago, and I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't focus. And then suddenly, I did. Suddenly, a passage caught me. Color, words of color, and then a detail, and then a moment of puzzle and whimsy. I wondered what I had missed. So today, I started again. I have still missed bits and pieces today. Words cascade around me as I hear the thud of my feet. Think again about the problem of shoes. Think about heels and toes. Look at the empty benches here and there. Notice the boys on the roof of the trailer below. Scan ahead as I reach the farthest point of the loop. The words come in and out. 1944. 16 years old. Ten years before, I try to lock pieces and numbers and times and ages in place. As I shift in and out of the story, maybe I will start it yet again. Maybe I will play these opening chapters over and over until I hear them. Maybe I will learn to listen. Maybe this story will propel me around this loop, take me out of this concrete circle to another time and place. Maybe I will learn to listen. I am both present and not present. Another sound catches my attention, and I realize someone has crested my shoulder. I look over and see a man jogging with his dog, a big dog. They pass with me through the invisible gas. They give no indication. They notice the smell. As I round the next corner, I see the man has stopped and is taking a drink from the water fountain, and I am momentarily surprised. Did he think twice? The fountain is blue, a rich, deep, dark blue. It is metal. It is curved. Does he always stop for a drink? Or was he so thirsty today that he couldn't resist stopping, that he pushed through his own reservations about drinking from a public fountain? I assumed those water spigots were only used to fill dog bowls. I can't imagine using that fountain. I don't want to touch the fountain. I don't want to breathe in whatever is seeping from beneath this concrete. I keep walking, head down. I pass another pair coming the other direction. A woman with a walker and someone who might be an aid. She is in dark clothes and white blonde hair. There is pain etched in the lines of her face. And yet grit and determination. She is here. She is walking. She is far at this point, from the beginning of this circle. And he, younger, I have the impression of dark manga hair, and yet, as I pass, kind eyes. They move slowly around the loop, and I think about the slow. I think about moving, the opposite direction i think about what it means to not give up to try to reach to wish i think about this concrete space surrounded by nature this pocket of city there is gas in the air there have been kids on bikes and scooters whizzing past me today they come up alongside me in a whoosh no warning the careen past wobbling along the uneven pavement i am careful to walk a straight line i am listening again to a story of a girl who will soon be blind i want to get back to the section where she is learning her town i think of seeing a quote on a building downtown words on walls helen keller sylvia plath the woman in the yellow wallpaper associations tumble once again i pass the penny and i momentarily think of it why not the penny I am at once too self-conscious to pick up the penny and saddened to know that bypassing a penny is an act that says many things. Saddened, too, by knowing that every penny counts. How do we reach this point where we willingly and resolutely bypass a penny and all that it holds? Find a penny, pick it up, All day long, you'll have good luck. Find a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. Find a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. Find a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. A childhood rhyme. How do we get to the point where we lose the whimsy and value of a penny? Where we step across it, step past it, unwilling to touch it, unwilling to risk it. Step on a crack. Break your mother's back. Find a penny. Pick it up. All day long you'll have good luck. If I had picked up the penny, maybe I could have cast it into a pool, a wishing well, a fountain, an enclosure of water where thousands of pennies have been thrown, wishes offered to the air, tumbling through the air, the coin rolling over and over as it falls, breaking the surface and settling to the bottom. Where is this water in my memory? Yes, a concrete fountain in the park that my own kids have stood before. Concrete bird droppings don't touch. But where is the water in my memory that I have peered through? White and yellow tile, dirty, darkened, grout, translucent, water you can see through all those coins glistening at the bottom, all those childhood wishes. Where did this memory of this pool of water come from it spirals now to a memory of a mall a fountain a wishing pool in a mall all those pennies at the bottom and maybe family members long gone who were there with us stopping at this fountain leaning over the edge digging a penny from a pocket fingers trailing in the water stopping to buy jelly ring candies and gummy lemon and orange and lime fruit slices little white paper bags. Moments I can't put my finger on, don't fully remember, don't even know I have tucked away until they come. Unbidden, these moments half formed, gauzy, hazy, more and more. The knowing that there are details locked away, little fragments of memory that come to the surface now and again, glimpses of copper, flashes of light before they drift again to the bottom, the waters murky now. Don't touch. So many details missing and blank. What did I watch? What did I watch? He asks me. Interested. The moment of interest. The spark. The glitter in the eyes. What did I watch? We have passed a boy on the street with a bright red Elmo and the moment of Elmo brings the flash of many things, Elmo's world, a sing-song intro, Tickle Me Elmo, a string of shows and characters before him. What did I watch? Why don't I know? Why can't I answer how I wish I could fill in a story? I walk. I think about the dog walkers, the crowd, this daily meeting. I think about the person I see on other days, someone I have known in other settings. She walks the opposite direction. We nod as we pass each other. Awkward, uncomfortable, in our own spaces and our own lives. Don't touch. This concrete loop, the words to a story in my ear, the trees all around, the smell as I reach the end of this loop, the penny left on the ground, a penny that could have been cast into a wishing pond, a fountain. I walk an extra lap, hoping to catch back up in the story to where I had been, thinking about the week of birthdays, the slide through the week, the subtle birthdays, the ripples, and all the years that have happened. I should have picked up the penny, risked it risked the penny for the wish. I am the art. The art is me. A penny saved is a penny earned. Penny wise. Penny for your thoughts. A pretty penny. Find a penny, pick it up, then all day you'll have good luck. That is it for today. That is it for episode 298 an unusual show, a show unusual in its creation. I'm watching. I'm watching myself. And I'm fascinated by what happened today to bring about this show. And even though I know it's different, I hope you enjoyed listening. The next time you see a penny, I hope you risk it. I hope you pick it up. As always, I'm Amy. And you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. You can learn more about supporting the show at patreon.com slash matters. The support of those of you at Patreon means a great deal to this show and to how I can think about doing this show and fitting this show in and making the show possible. The music I play on the show is courtesy of Nikolai Hydless. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy. That is a space that I am really invested in, and I hope you will join me there. And I spend a lot of time in the Creativity Matters group at Facebook. It is a closed group. You do have to request to join. And I am there a great deal. So if you're looking for a group, an active group, a supportive group, and a day-to-day creative group. I hope you'll check us out. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a great week, everyone.